Good evening. Welcome to Rock and Roll Love Letters on Wave Radio Boston. Sal Baglio here with Captain Pete Hudson, manning the mothership as always. But without him, there'd be a drooling, dribbling idiot here. We have special in-studio guest tonight, uh, Dan Anklin, and he's going to be talking about uh, his bootleg Dan Presents shows that are coming up and a lot more. Okay, you're going to stick around for this. It's going to be great, man. I'm so glad that uh, Dan made it down. It's 124.24. Yeah. Does that mean anything? <laughs> it does to somebody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you add it up and then take the corresponding letters, look at them on Facebook for 18 hours, and add a care emoji, then you will know the truth. The truth is, don't waste your time. Put on a rock and roll record instead, you know? All right. 60 years ago, 60 years ago, on January 20th, 1964, Meet the Beatles was released. And the British invasion began. The world would never be the same. So turn it up. Five, four... Three, two, one. One, two, three, five! Look 
of cool nick Lowe, <laughs> out of the city uh before that was low budget rock and roll by cyanide pills uh doralea by the len price three great band from england dan loves them too the kids are all right by the who uh in the city the jam no action by elvis costello and we started out with i saw her standing there from meet the beatles which started this whole crazy thing uh you know uh, January 20th, 1964, that record came out. And here we are doing rock and roll love letters on Wave Radio Boston. Who could figure that out? It was crazy. Dan is here. This is going to be a very great night tonight. Uh, welcome, Dan Anklin, bootleg Dan. He's, got, he's, he's known by many things. Uh, Sal, I appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, I'm very much looking forward to this. this. This is going to be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. We have a lot to talk about, and we're going to, we're going to do a set uh, from some great uh, artists who happen to be women. Um, just, just a bunch of great people, and I know you know all of them uh, that are coming up in this next set. Just before we go into it, I want to... I met you at... Uh, well... We met a couple of times previously, but the time that I met you and we, we spoke and, and connected was at MusicCon. Right, the MusicCon with, uh, with Linda Vienne, and I was standing at the, at the booths, moving Red on Red at the time. Yeah, so Red on Red, of course, the great late Justine Covolt. Uh, you were friends with Justine. and, and Yeah, and I've been friends with Justine for about five years. I met her through Lou Malibu. Uh, I was out at the Bryans with Lou, and Justine uh, was there. And Lou goes, "I want to introduce you something, somebody." And I said, "Okay." And Justine was there, and I just knew she was a rocker. Yeah. And then she told me she was from Detroit, and I was like, "Okay, here we go," <laughs> you know. And I always thought that Justine reminded me of Joan Jett. You know, when she played, she always it just that energy level that she had. And she's just was the nicest person. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Know, she wrote great songs. She just liked to rock. I used to bring her bootlegs all the time. And she was just like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. My mother saw this band. And here you are <laughs> handing me this, this great CD. Yeah, so well put, Dan. And I, I knew you would bring some, some light about uh, Justine. Uh, 
at that same show, the, the year before is when I had first met her. I didn't know her previously. Right. I met her at the MusicCon, and, yep. uh, along with Tom. And um, uh, they were just such fine people. And she invited me down to the Plow in the Stars, you know, for yep. her yep. mess around and all that. And um, just a great group of people, a great record label with a lot of great artists on it, including Linda and Girl with a Hawk, who are now with uh, Lou on Rumbar yep. Records. Yep. Um, and, we're gonna play. We're gonna play both of them in this next set, and then we're gonna come back. We're gonna talk about. Uh, there's so much to talk about with Dan. Okay, he's he's producing a bunch of shows that you have to go see. We're gonna tell you all about them when we come back. Okay, let's rock. J. 
617-829-WAVE or shoot us a text at 617-764-WAVE. I will text you.
Cindy Dawson, The Sins, Dan Baby. Yeah. You know these guys. Yes, I do. I know them very well. They're the nicest people. Um, Justine uh, talked to Marty Scott, who owns Gem Records, and uh, Justine asked me to reach out to The Sins to get him a gig in Boston. Happens to be I was going down to New York to the Big Star um, tribute that was in Jersey. Yeah. So I met Henry and Cindy down there. And we've been friends ever since. Uh, I can't say enough about them. They're so nice. And boy, they can kick butt. They really can. They're so good. Um, and they're coming up here. They're going to be here on uh, Saturday night. They're going to be playing the Square Root with the classic ruins and high end it's going to be a high-powered show it'll be like the fourth time the sins have been to boston they just want to keep coming back and keep playing and gathering a crowd and then they're going to be at the worthing the next day so you got two chances to see the sins and then she's coming back again in april for a cd release party which is going to be off the charts we got high end we got muck in the myers we got sins and um yeah, with the four, we had a fourth band too. We got four bands playing that night. So, um, but I tell you, so they're coming though this Saturday, right? They're going to be here this Saturday In at Rising. the Square Root. Yep, and uh, they're going on around nine thirty. And Classic Ruins are going to open the show, and High End's going to finish the show. And if you don't know High End, yep, Anthony and Bruno, uh, what a great band uh, on Rumbar Records, and. I love. I, I think they're great. They're, they're like to me. They're like ACDC meets the Stones. They're really. They got some killer rock. Yeah. Well, I, I'm happy to be label mates with those fellas for sure. And also Anthony G at the Square Root. He and his family. They run a great place down there. Yes. So you do. you're bringing them. You're bringing the sins. You you've got this show. This is Bootleg Dan presents. Yes. Yes. This is a Bootleg Dan presents show, and um, I can't wait. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Mock Bell is playing with uh, with Sins in April. Ah, well, Cowboy Mock Bell, we know him well here. He's been here. Yes. Uh, he's been on our show. We'll, we got to get him. He just wrote another book. We got to get him back up here. Hi, Mock. And it was his birthday, I think. Was it yesterday? Or something. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, you, was, and was, you were nominated for a Cowboy Award. Oh, I have. You, you brought that up, didn't you, Pete? <laughs> you know. Well, his new book is great, Rock Survival. <laughs> I've read all three of them. Yep, the guy yep. is an amazing writer. Besides being a, you know, the, a rock icon in Boston, as far as I'm concerned, I was a huge fan of the Joe Perry Project. Yep. Um, I did get to see him play uh, in Syracuse in like '83, I think it was '83, '84. Yeah. And um, I've been friends with him. Justine introduced me, and I've been booking shows for him. So I'm looking forward. Uh, Cindy loves the guy. She thinks he's just a. <laughs> she's she really thinks he's a great guy. Well, he is. He is a lovable rocker for sure, Mark Bell. And I I, I am honored that he he nominated me for a cowboy award, uh, uh, and and I'm glad that he's going to be on that show. And uh, so yeah, we heard uh, the sins. We would tell that girl to shut up, which of course was a Holly and the Italians tune. But uh, this version is is rocking. It's great. Uh, before that, you know, Genya. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Genya is just so cool, man. She was the first to play my, my new band on uh, Little Stevens Underground Garage. She's been great. Um, 
I don't know if she's doing live gigs that much anymore, but if she is, I, I know you'll bring her well, to Boston yeah, for sure. sure. <laughs> Absolutely, I would. And uh, uh, preceded by a girl with a hawk, our friend Linda Vienz. Uh, and the, and the, Linda's, Linda is such a sweetheart. Um, tell me. I, I will tell you, when Justine was still alive, um, I went to Justine and I told her, I said, you know what? Um, I met Linda, she was at the uh, uh, Magic Room, and we were seeing the, let's see, the Dogmatics, Muck and the Myers, and I think it was the Flesh Tones were on the bill. And I was talking to her, and I said, you know what, I'm gonna try to get you signed on Red on Red. I think you're just too good not to be signed. You, you, you put your time in, you are a rock and roll icon here in Boston, you've been playing for a long time. You and Daniel Coughlin and the rest of the band, they are so good. Um, I told her, you know, I'm gonna make this happen. And Justine signed her in February of uh, last year. Mm. And, um, you know, I just, I can't say enough about Linda and Daniel. So really nice people, just like Henry and Cindy. Everybody I've worked with, I have had no problems with anybody. They're very appreciative to everything that I do. And I'm very appreciative to them to make rock and roll and letting me be involved in it. It's just, you know, I'm on a, I'm on a roller coaster being retired and people are like very envious of me. It's like, oh my God, you know, I, can, I, can I get into this game too? You know, and I just, I happen to be in the right place at the right time and I couldn't be happier about it, you know. Absolutely, and you bring in a lot of great shows then, uh, you, you know. Uh, I think it was uh, I don't know a year, a couple of years ago. We, we were talking about no, it wasn't that long ago. We were talking about a possible gig with um, Palmyra, yes, uh, who who started off this set with uh, tape a tickle to the uh, tape a tape a tickle. <laughs> Palmyra, tape a tickle to the tone arm, baby. Tape a That's nickel. That's a different song. <laughs> yes, tape a nickel to the tone arm, baby. That could have come out really wrong. I love you, Palmyra. She's been so good to us. Uh, my point is, you would called. It was going to be a show with with uh, Palmyra Del Ran, Justine. I think the Shanghai's and the Amplifier Heads. You, right, you were right. working on that. I was working to putting it together. Yeah. And, you know, Palmyra, she's got a great band in New York, but she is really busy, and her band is really busy. She's very picky about what she does, and, you know, she picks and chooses what she plays or who she plays with. And uh, hopefully I can bring her up here. I've tried, and I'm going to keep doing it until it happens. You'll get it. You'll do it. I think you'll no, do it. I, I will, because I'm not going to give up on it. You know, and she, and she knows that because you know, she's so good, and she's never played Boston. And I love bringing bands up here that's never played here. You know, that's, my, that's my thing. Yeah, man. You brought the Len Price 3 up. Yes, didn't you, man? I brought the Len Price 3 up. I reached out to them on social media, and they said, you know, We'd love to do this. Nobody's ever done this before. Reached out to us. They've been on uh, Little Steven's Underground Garage for 18, 19 years. They were one of the first signings besides the Cocktail Slippers, which I think I were the first or the second, but they were both been on for a long time. And I had seen the Cocktail Slippers. They came here about 10 years ago. They played with um, uh, the Liars and Muck and the Myers, I think it was. Yeah. And so, um, so I, I just love working with bands, everybody, you know, I don't care who it is. If you want to work with me, I will work with you. And how, how can they find you? 
Well, they can find me on so, my Facebook page. Yep. Uh, I have a couple of them. I have one called Anklin Dan. I have one also called Bootleg Dan Presents, which is the company that I formed yeah. about a year ago. So I've only been in this for a year, but the amount of bands I've worked with and the, the experience that I've gotten in the short amount of time, I just I just can't believe you know that I'm so lucky to be able to do something that I've always loved, rock and roll, and I've always supported local musicians wherever, everywhere I've lived. Well, I, th I think part of that, Dan, that at least from being on the other side of it, meeting you, is that uh, your your love of music, your you are a fan first. I, I feel that way about myself. I've been a musician. I've been making records for decades, but I feel like a fan of music still. Yeah, yeah. I think if I ever lose that, right, then it, it would be like living underwater, <laughs> is what I tell people. There you go. I told Michelle <laughs> Hibbert from the Bristol's. God bless Michelle. Yes. Um, that um, to me, without rock and roll, without live rock and roll, it would be like me living underwater. Mm. I had a really hard time during COVID when I did not have rock and roll, live rock and roll, and have people, you know, being around people, musicians and stuff. So, um, it, you know, that, that's exactly how I feel, you know. I've been. And I it was, shows. I, yeah, it I've, shows. I've been a rock and roll junkie since, uh, you know, since I was probably 12 years old. I, it's just it's in my DNA. Yep. And everybody always asks me, "Are you a musician? Do you play?" And I said, "No. I've always stood in front of the stage. Now I'm standing behind the stage, and that's the only difference. But in supporting bands that I've always supported." Bootleg Dan, folks. We're gonna come back with a little bit more. We got lots to talk about. Dan. Uh, hails from uh, upstate New York, from Syracuse. Yep, from yes. Syracuse. And uh, our, my good dear friend Paul Armstrong uh, from the Flash Cubes and 145 said, yeah, man, yeah, I heard you got Dan coming on your show. He's a good guy. He's from Syracuse, you know. I said, ah, that explains a lot. And so here's a little tribute to, uh, to music from New York for, for our buddy Bootleg Dan tonight. Say, man, they told me you were pretty good. Don't you know you're in my neighborhood? And they tell me you're pretty fast on your feet. You better be at the dance down on 14th Street. You're here.
Radio Boston. What are you people? On dope? I'm in the phone with this one across the We started out with there's going to be a show down by the New York Dolls. I saw the New York Dolls. 73. 74 for me. You saw them before me. I saw them uh, at a club in Cambridge, and Elliot Murphy was the opening act. It was amazing. I saw them at the Yellow Balloon in Syracuse, and Paul Armstrong was there as well. I bet. I bet he was. Um, 
Soul Twist by Mink DeVille. Bootleg Dan gave me a, a wonderful live show of uh, Mink DeVille in f Paris, I think. They were in France. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, the, and, and the second uh, CD was Tina Turner, uh, Ike and Tina Turner Live. Great. Both of those were great. Thank you, Dan. You're welcome. And uh, Crete and Hop, of course, the Ramones. And then we went to upstate New York, right? Hanging on the telephone, yeah. The Nerves with uh, Peter Case and Paul Collins, uh, and Walking Out on Love. Uh, after the nerves, the breakaways uh, with both, the, once again, Peter Case and Paul Collins. And bootleg Dan, tell me about Paul Collins. You would tell All me right, something. All right, here, here's a scoop about Paul Collins. Yeah, man. Um, I was just in uh, Jersey, uh, in the Jersey Shore in Asbury Park. Uh, Gem Records, Marty Scott, great guy that owns the label. He's got some great bands, including The Sins, The Grip Weeds, The Midnight Callers. Great. But they just signed Paul Collins. Paul Collins' new record comes out on February 16th. It's great. I've already heard it many times. I've listened to it over and over again. He's a great singer-songwriter. Uh, everybody knows he was in the beat. Uh, he's in the nerves. And um, he's got a great band. This guitar player used to play in The Sorrows with Arthur Alexander. I found that out this weekend, who I'm also going to be working with. He's coming around in September. He's on Big Stir Records and in California, and he's going to be doing probably three or four days with me, uh, probably mid mid September. I think it is that we're going to be working together. Um, this is great, man. Bootleg Dan presents. He, Dan's bringing in a lot of great, great music to town, and uh, you got to check out uh, all the shows he's doing. Um, we were talking about. You know, being fans of music and, and, and what's in our DNA and the, the the time that we were here and what we got from right. it. Um, what was your what was the first concert you ever went to? Uh, my first concert was James Taylor in 1971 with Carol King playing keyboards. My God, that was Sweet Baby James. Um, I was either 11 or 12, I think. What I remember, one of my friends. Now, wait a minute, are you are you older than me? I'm going to be 68 in April. Yeah, so I'm going to be 67 in March. So we're, <laughs> we're, right, we're, right, we're right in the same thing. My first concert was, Pete knows, because he's heard this a million times, my brother took me to see Janis Joplin oh. at the music hall. I was wow. 12 years old. Wow, that's great. Man, I'm a huge Stop fan. Stop it, Pete. Huge, Pete, Pete huge knows all fan. my stories. <laughs> he could tell them himself. Well, a friend of mine, his father took us to the show. We went, this is our first concert, and James Taylor, he had, uh, I think it was Jackson Brown's band, but Carol King was playing keyboards, and uh, and Tapestry had just come out. Oh, that was a great record. So you got Carol King, you got James Taylor, and it's like, at the time, it's like, I really didn't know who it was. I was like, okay, I know who James Taylor was. Steamroller was one of my favorite songs. Yeah, yeah. I'm a steamroller, baby. Yeah, that great, great song. Great Burning band. Burning hunk of, yeah. But the second show I went to was even more interesting. Uriah Heep, uh, Musicians and uh, Wizards and Magicians. Yeah. Earth, Wind, and Fire's second record, and ZT's Top's first record. See... That's a beautiful thing that you got to see, and so did I. A, such a mix of bands like that. They you used would to do never that all the time. You would never see that today. No. You would never, ever see that today. I sound like an old man, don't I? 
today you'll never see that again but that's amazing that's like what i never went made it to the Fillmore, but those well, that's, bills that's where it started Ooh. bill graham used to do that he would put like grateful dead albert king and quicksilver messenger service yeah you know something like that Absolutely. you know he was good he was really good at doing that you know and that and that's kind of what like i like to do so i don't like to get the same bands i like to mix it up because i know a different band is going to bring a different crowd yes and you're going to experience a band that you probably wouldn't go see because it's maybe not in your wheelhouse and then you go out and say wow that was a pretty good band that was i love that it's not just a draw on the crowd but it's it's the different music styles that are going on yeah absolutely because you know somebody said to me he goes well that's not going to really work it's like who cares if it's going to work or not it brings people into the club regardless you know but yeah. but you know, if the if an audience is open, it it works. You know, I right. mean those those crazy bills. You know, Black Sabbath, Chuck Berry, and Jethro Tull at the Fillmore. You right, know, right. you know, <laughs> you know. What I mean, I saw uh, a band called Glass Harp. And no one remembers them. Yes, and Humble Pie on a bill. Amazing. All, you know, different, all I, different styles going on. I, I saw the incredible uh, string-driven thing with Lou Reed, rock and roll animal. I, you, <laughs> you know, it, it's like, you look at that go, first of all, most people don't even know who incredible string-driven band yes, is. Right. But, you know, everybody knows who Lou is. Absolutely. And rock and roll animal is another one of my favorite live records ever made. It, and it was recorded at the Academy in New York City. Yep. And, you know, it was just great but i've seen a lot of shows like roxy music and elo that's kind of closer to the same well not really <laughs> you know what i well, mean? I mean you know roy I'm, wood wasn't in the elo at the time though roy had already left yeah but it was country life roxy music great and this was 1976 and i was living in columbus ohio at the time and and also i lived in cleveland as well so i saw a lot of shows like the tubes and the sensational alex harvey band yep nobody really you know, sensational oh, alex man. harvey band i saw them oh you did okay i saw them open you ready for this for average white band yeah, they were on a go. bill with the average white band at the orpheum there you go a message came over the pa ladies and gentlemen watch your handbags and wallets there's random looting going on in the building this is the truth. That's the truth. That's the truth. Um, but uh, the sensational Alex Harvey band is is kind of why I went. You know what I mean? The average white band were great. You know they. But headlined. nobody knew who the Tubes were. No. And, you know the Tubes, White Punks on Dope. That was the only song that they were playing on the radio. Right. Right. And right. it was an X-rated uh, show. It was the first record. Yeah. You know, and and it was it was kind of right around the same time I saw Devo. Was Mondo Bondage on that record? Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was, and it was it was like a it was a triple X show with rock and roll. It's something I'd never seen, experienced before, <laughs> and it's sensational Alex Harvey band, and and that worked to me. It was like okay, so whoever built this was really thinking, and that's what I think about when I build shows. Beautiful, it's like how how things are going to work, even though there's different styles of music. Then, uh, then. You need to throw me on some shows that are going to twist things around. Absolutely. All I'm, right. I'm all about twisting. 
Dan, I love you, man, because you're a fan first, but uh, being Bootleg Dan Presents, you're doing great with this thing, man. I'm so happy for you, and I, I want people to go to your, all your shows. Um, stay here. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> I'm not going uh, anywhere. <laughs> uh, this next set, you know this guy, uh, Michael DeBar? Yes, Michael DeBar. I saw him with... Um Power Station. Yep. Uh, great uh, Chester Thompson, uh, the guy from Duran Duran. Can't remember his name off the top of my head, but uh, I did get to see Duran Duran back in the days. And he also played with Detective. And if you don't know who Detective is, that was one of Jimmy Page's first signing on uh, Swan, Swan Song. Amazing. Did you... Did you did... Did you see Silver Glam? No, I didn't see Silverhead. No, Silverhead. Silverhead. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't see Silverhead. I wish I had because that's another another great band. Yeah, well, Michael DeBaris has been around, man. He's, he is. He's he a rock icon, no doubt, and he's got a great show on Little Steven. He certainly does, man. And he was at the MusicCon. Uh, mm -hmm. that year and uh, with, with uh, Linda and I and a bunch of great uh, musicians and we played Bang a Gong. Yeah, and uh, Michael came up and sang it. And I think That's he and right. Linda are going steady now. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah, he he gave her a wet kiss, didn't he? Linda, you got a wet kiss from Michael DeBar. God love you. Oh, man. Uh, I was on stage for that. It was, <laughs> it was interesting. Spontaneous? Yes, spontaneous. So, so it's Michael DeBar's birthday. Yes, it so, is. So, uh, you know, uh, we're going to say happy birthday to Michael DeBar on LSUG. And uh, we're going to start out with a song uh, uh, sung by Lulu, the title track of a movie that Michael DeBar was starred in in 1967.
Talk past the phone now And not to try your life It's hard to try and make it alone now And it's getting harder It's getting harder It's getting harder All the time Baby, I've got no more foolish pride Baby, I must have you by my side Can't stop wishing for what I have Need your kisses and I need them back To go on living I know that you're not mine It's hard without all the love you've given And it's getting harder It's getting harder It's getting harder All the time This is Wave Radio Boston. WaveRadioBoston.com.
birthday, Michael DeBar. Thank you, thank you, thank you for playing the amplifier heads. God damn, we had coolest song in the world over there. I, you know, Little Stevens Underground Garage, Palmyra, Bill Kelly, Rodney, Mighty, Mighty Palmyra, Manfred. Palmyra. I, I love Palmyra. I love her to death. In the background, 007. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. That's a, uh, the John Barry, uh, the John Barry 7. I love this. This is from the 60s. Uh, we, we ended with Carnaby Street by Michael DeBar. And before that, two songs from To Sir With Lulu. Love. Lulu singing the title track. And um, Wayne Fontana and the Mindbenders with It's Getting Harder All the Time, which the Pandora's covered. Wow. Yeah, with Kim Shattuck. Okay. Yeah, I did not know that. We have on the phone Cindy Dawson from The Sins, and you're bringing them to town Saturday, right? Yes, I am. I'm bringing them to the square root. Cindy, welcome to the show. This is Sal. Nice to meet you. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Love your band. (laughs) Well, thank you. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Uh, You're coming to town. I am coming to town. What's going to happen? And, and it's like Santa. It's like Christmas every time I go. <laughs> she loves to play in Boston. That's for sure. I do. And I've made so many good friends there. It's, it Now Boston feels to me almost like uh, just another bedroom, in, like, like you're in a house of music and you've got one bedroom is New York and one is Boston. And we, it's sort of like we all live in the same house. I love that. And that's the way it used to be back in the 70s. It's the <laughs> same exact thing. You know, the, the interchange between New York bands and Boston bands. Oh, yeah. Well, it goes back. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember the Rat uh, bands coming from Boston, you know, the Boyfriends and, this, you know, all these different bands would come uh, play at the Rat. And then Boston bands would go there and play, you know. And that's, that's what I've been, that's what that I've been doing. Go ahead, funny Cindy. that you brought up the boyfriends because um, I know Jay. Come on. And I know Bobby. Yeah. They're actually, Jay Jay is married to one of my best friends. Um, he has just recently had a liver transplant and oh, he's doing man. well. Oh, good. And uh, Bob Waxman I met because he really liked my band early on and would come to the shows. And uh, that's how I got to know him. Wow. How far out is that? That's the the first band that came to my head for some reason. I mean, there were a million New York. Yeah, when bands you said and, it. Yeah. When you said it, I went whoa, like the boyfriends, because yeah. I know them from New York. Yeah. And you know them, I guess, when they played in Boston. Yeah, they came to the Rat. I I, I seem to remember one tune. I don't want to break up. Is that true? Do you, do you remember that one? You're too it's, young. It's soon. possible. <laughs> it's possible. But I had I had never. I was a little younger in the seventies. So I I didn't ever see them back in those days. Don't um, hurt I only me. got to know their music because of because of Jay and Bob. That's beautiful. You yeah, know, meeting them. Yeah, they 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 are remembered. I, I saw so many great bands at the Rat uh, from New York. I mean, before they before they blew up, you know, the Talking Heads opened for the Ramones. Uh, well, it was crazy. It was a great time. But let's talk about the Sins because you're coming to the Square Root. Have you played the Square Root already? Oh yeah, they played the square. I route. have. I think I've played them twice. I think two, at least two, two other times. Yeah, you played with the Claws and you played with Mark Bell. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, well, you played with Mark. Didn't you didn't. With, did you? You didn't play with the I Claws. Played, yeah. No, I played with Linda. Uh, oh yeah. G- yeah girl, girl with the Hawk. Hawk. Yep. 
And there was another show where I played with um, Anthony's band. High and End? And who was the other one? Well, no, don't forget remember. about Len Price up at Chino's because we were just talking about Len Price. That was phenomenal. They were a great band. That was so good. They See, were... Len Price 3 is how I, actually how Dan and I became friends because we met up in New York um, and uh, my record label had, you know, uh, recommended me to Justine. Justine told, gave me Dan's number. And it just so happened that you were coming in um, for Big Star. Right. coming into Jersey City right for the big uh, that you. weekend. And so I went down there with Henry and met you, and we hit it off right away. But then you said, oh, I'm bringing a band from England, probably, to Boston. And I said, which band? And he said, the Len Price 3. And I had just a year before written an article for this uh, rock website that I was doing articles for and did this whole re you know write-up on the Len Price 3 and was talking about the title of it was why I'm obsessed with the Len Price 3 and why you should be too. And <laughs> I'm like, Dan, if you ever bring them to Boston, and I had just met him that night, I'm like, you have to put me on that bill. Because, it, you know, it just is meant to be. Like, I was convinced it was meant to be, and it happened. I, I like to do things for you, Cindy, because you're such a sweetheart and you're such a rock and roller that <laughs> it's, 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 it's just who you are. Just like who I am, you know, we're we're rock and roll junkies, and that's for sure. There's, yeah, there's... and also, I mean, so many good things came out of that night at Big Star when we met, because then I said, oh, I've got this guy you've got to meet, and I think you guys could do some good things together. And then I introduced you to Kip, and that just turned out to be such a great partnership. Yeah. So that night was like a, a, a spark that was inevitable. It was It was destiny. Yep. No, I agree. Um, every and it all started with Justine, and then it just went on from there. Um, mm -hmm. When since we're in town, when Cindy and since we're in town, they got to meet Justine, go out to lunch with Justine. It was the only time that she they got to meet her, unfortunately. But um, and I, Justine I, and I really hit it off because being mothers of grown-up daughters and trying to be cool, <laughs> our daughters think that we're everything but cool. And we were laughing about that, and she said, you know, the next time you come up, you'll stay at my house. And I just said, okay, this is a woman that I'm going to become friends with. Yeah. And I think it was a week later, you called me to tell me that she had passed away the night before, and I was in shock. Not more than you, but, I mean, I just went, wow, I just met this great woman. Like, I, we easily could have uh, been, like, you know, offering up our houses to each other and doing shows together and all that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, I, I met her. Um, <clears throat> this, I met her a year ago, and um, she invited me to do some gigs with her. And I had spoken to her just right before she passed away. Uh, we were going to do a gig in uh, the following September, last September, on Martha's Vineyard. Um, she's just uh, uh, definitely had an energy about her, Cindy. She was a beautiful mm -hmm. woman, as you know. You you know you, you had that uh, that connection with her. Um, you know, I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but uh, Cindy, you know you know Jenny D and the Shanghai Lows. I don't know them, but I'll tell you, I was listening to uh, the radio and. 
uh, Manfred Jones did a radio interview with them because I guess they had a cool song and he was interviewing them. Yeah. And he played some of their music and I'm like, wow, they're really good. What's the name of this band? And he said, oh, the Shanghai Lows. So I went and looked them up when I got home and I started, to, you know. And so there was some kind of chart that I was on. Our band was on with them. And I said, oh, I can't believe that I'm on this chart with the Shanghai Lows. I just listened to their music the other day for the first time and really liked them. And then the, the guy got back to me and we kind of exchanged a few, like, uh, you know, kind words together. Sure. sure. And so um, I think one day I'll probably end up doing the show with them. Yeah, I hope like so. That, 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 that will definitely happen. Yeah. For sure. And if Dan does the right thing, he'll throw my band on the bill, too. Yeah, I will. Now, absolutely. what is your band? The Amplifier Heads. I'm, you're the amplifier head. That's me. I'm a guest okay. DJ here on Wave Radio Boston. I, you know, I'm. A, this is crazy. I'm a, <laughs> you're always charting with us. Always. Yeah, it, which is which is beautiful, isn't it? It's a great thing, man. Uh, it, it really is. And, it's and, fun. And, uh, as long as you're on the chart, it's fun. Absolutely. When you're not on the chart, it's kind of like, eh. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you don't get played on the radio station, and you're like, oh well, you know, I mean political anyway and then you get played and you're like i love that station <laughs> yes i'm honored yeah yeah but yeah, it is I'm on it. it's it's cool though yeah it's it's definitely cool and and palmyra loves us and loves you and uh, on lsug it's just so cool manfred uh, I, yeah yeah we had a coolest song uh, i don't know a, year, a couple of years ago or something whenever it was and uh that's terrific. Yeah. It's just so cool, you know. And uh, we we just I can't believe that you are that band. <laughs> I can't believe it cuz like I see your name always with us and I actually did go to YouTube. Don't ask me what song because this is probably like about maybe 5 or 6 months ago. Yeah. When I see bands who I don't know, I always go to YouTube and check them out, which is really the beauty of these charts is you see, oh, what's this band? You know, they're Absolutely. like they're charting with us. They might they must be sort of you know, in our wheel, our wheel zone. So, yeah, it's just crazy. And, uh, you know, it, this is the beauty right now of what's happening with music is people are meeting each other under the strangest circumstances, and it's creating this, this kind of uh, butterfly effect in, in the music scene. Yeah, there's a, there's a real community thing going on. I brought in a lot of New York bands up here besides The Sins, um, Soul Cake, uh, Ross Byron, the Fanago, uh, NYC's coming up. I got Anderson Council. And my label mates. You and, yeah, the Grip Weeds. And, Grip Weeds, Anderson Council are coming up in Great June. Bands. Um, <laughs> so I, I like the interchange between the two. And, be, and because of Kip, you know, I got to bring a lot of Boston bands down to the Parkside Lounge, which is one of the nicest clubs. But it's a dive bar on the Lower East Side. What's but better than that? The, what's better than that? Exactly. You know. Yeah, that's my home base. That's where we play the most. We're pretty much there once a month. Oh, that's um, beautiful. It, it really is one of my favorite places to play. Some of the places that were my favorite places to play, unfortunately, did not survive the COVID years. And uh, so the Parkside has sort of become the new, uh, you know, dive bar of the year. You know, it's really it's really rocking and rolling more than ever before. I want I want to catch you down there. I want to see you play down there. I'm going to come to New York City. I'm going to go. 
I'm going to check. Well, maybe Dan right. will get you down to play with us. Please, Dan. There you go. There's a good idea. <laughs> but you can catch him this That's weekend. You can catch him this weekend two times. That's right. Since they're going to take over Boston, look out. <laughs> they are going to take over Boston. I don't know. Boston's Boston. got some really good bands. I don't know if the Sins are going to take over Boston with yeah. some of the bands that I have gotten to hear there. Um, it's, Boston is very exciting right now. It's a buzz, you know, and I feel it whenever I go there. So that's I a, really love going there. That's a beautiful thing. You're going to be at the Square Root, which is in Roslindale. We call yep. it Rosie. We from call here. it in Rosie. Yeah. And, they, and it's going on at 930. Uh, we're opening the show with the classic ruins, the famous, legendary classic ruins. That's amazing. And everybody in Boston. Everybody in Boston knows the classic ruins. Oh, no, wait a minute. Classic ruins. I, I was thinking of Baby's Arm. But it's the same guy, right? You know, you're thinking of Frank Rowe yeah. of the Classic Ruins yeah. and, and Carl. Yeah. So Frank Rowe's going to be there? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. man. Yeah. Frank Rowe. Rowe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was telling, I was telling Cindy, the Classic Ruins are the real deal. They've yeah. been around for a long time. Yes, indeed. And then we're going to finish off the show with the high end. Man, talk about energy. They're going to, it's going to be a ripping show. You better get there early. This thing's yeah. going to sell out. Um, you know, and Cindy's going to have plenty of merchandise to sell all her merchandise so she can get ready for her new release, which comes out March 29th. Tell us about it, Cindy. I just got the a package today from FedEx with the CDs in them, and it was so exciting to open the box. Um, yeah, so I'm not going to give away too much information on the CD, only because its release date isn't until the end of March, and there'll be like a big to-do and whatever announcement and all that. Um, it has had a few singles already released off of it, but I believe Jem is looking to release another single before it's the official release date of this album. But this, this album is probably the best work we've ever done. I think it was going to show some kind of an evolution in our growth and maturity as a band. We've been together 14 years, so we've kind of gelled into what this new release will be. Um, it's got some really great guests on it, such as Jim Babjack from The Smithereens. We've got Kurt Ryle, who produced it and has uh, some vocals and guitar from The Gripweeds. Uh, who else is on this album? Uh, well, Dave Uhar, bass player, Mike Gretchen, the drummer, um, Henry Size, of course, my partner in the band. Um, it's, I, think that, I think that, you know, uh, Dan got a sneak preview of it. So uh, I think Dan can tell you his response. I think it's amazingly good. Um, I only listened to it once, but I can't wait to hear it again. And I've heard a lot of the songs live um, already, and I, I think it's great. I, uh, I think Kurt did an amazing job. The guy really knows his way around the studio. Um, so I can't wait. Uh, and the record release party, it, <laughs> we're gonna even have a record release party here in April again. The Sins. High End, Mock Bell, and Muck and the Myers. It's going to blow the, be blow the doors of off the place. All right, but this... See, now, I feel so tied to Boston now that I am doing a record release in New York on April 12th, but I'm doing a record release in Boston on April 20th because I feel like those are my two homes. That's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. But this Saturday... You'll be in Roslindale at the Square Root. Cindy, I love your band, man. 
Uh, thank you for being thank on the so radio, much. and uh, I can't wait to hear the new record. You know, Dan, he wouldn't he wouldn't let me hear it. He said, I can't let you hear this yet, just yet. Yeah, no, we're under strict orders from Jem. It's got to be kept under wraps for the release. And, and I but, understand. Yeah. I totally understand. So you'll, you'll, you'll get a copy. Don't worry. You'll get a copy. There's, I have a little box just for the DJs and, and, uh, and, and stuff like that. So we'll get a copy out to you. Well, thanks so much, Cindy. Have a great gig Saturday night. If I can get down there, I'll be down there, and I'll go, hey, man. I'm in the amplifier heads. Yeah, uh, please let me please let me know who you are because I only use an iPhone and everybody's face is like less than a half an inch. You got it. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Bye-bye. Sandy. We'll see you tomorrow night. Bye. Unbelievable. Sins, Cindy Dawson. Go see them Saturday night, and then Sunday they're at the Worthing Attic yep, in Lowell. Yep, they're at the Worthing Attic with Crow Follow and Tasami of Sound. Oh, Crow Follow. And I love both those bands. Yeah, great, no, it's, that's, our fir- that's our first gig at the Worthing House uh, Attic in uh, Lowell with my, my good friends Dean and Lucia uh, are my partners in crime up there. We have a nice four to seven afternoon show. You don't get home too late. It's a Sunday you know, what else are you going to do with Sunday? The Patriots sure aren't playing anything, so you don't have to worry about that. What am I playing there, Dan? Whenever what, you'd what's like. What's the date? We'll, the... we'll figure that out. All we'll right. Give you a, we'll give you a date. Uh, it's a cool place. It's got a lot of history. Um, first of all, Edgar Allan Poe drank and wrote there. We're, we're talking this place was built in, I think, 1738. Oh, it's perfect for me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and uh, Jack Kerouac wrote and drank there. In 1976, uh, Bob Dylan and the Rolling Thunder Review were there uh-huh. with, um, uh, what's his name? I can't remember, uh, but he was there as well. So the place has got a lot of history. It's a really good sounding room. No, Every, I've been hearing about it. Everybody I, I that's played there has had a ball, and I'm getting, I'm putting the calendar together. We're going to have a lot of shows up there. Um, $10, <laughs> you're going to see bands that like, wow, what, are you kidding me? This band's playing here, and that's you know that's that's my scene up there on Sundays. Beautiful. I know Hummingbird Syndicate's going to do a show there. Great band. Yeah. Great band. John, John and Lynn are. I, you know, they they remind me of the Flying Burrito Brothers meets Emmy Lou Harris. That's pretty good. Yeah, my own bandmate Steve Gilligan plays with them. Yeah, that's just that's a great band. I'm glad they got signed on Rock, on Rock Garden Records too. Absolutely. I mean, well well deserved. Absolutely. Dan, man, hang around, will you? Thank right, you, Cindy I'm, Dawson, for calling in. That was wonderful, man, the sins. Um, so let's go rocking all over the world with this next set, okay? Dig that crazy lingo, man. Mama and Papa have me a guitar bought. Now I'm going to go. And I hear you all so how I love the rock and roll. Woo! I love the rock and roll. Yeah. 
chores this Saturday afternoon? Well then tune in to Wave Radio Boston between 2 and 4 and catch me, Chris, on Strike the Box Well, I'll play just about anything and everything. Released, and maybe not even officially released. I triple dog dare you! Again, that's Wave Radio Boston. 2pm to 4pm Saturdays. It's Strike the Box with Chris.
That's some pure pop for then people. That was Roxette, baby, from Sweden. Yeah. Yeah, before that, rock and roll record by the Minx from Japan. Let's rave on the Ravenettes. So good. They're from Denmark. And uh, we started out with Ich liebe den Rock and Roll by Trio. I usually don't like things from Germany too much, but uh, we like Trio. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. Listen, Dan Anklin, Bootleg Dan, thank you for being here. Thank you, One Sal. More, yeah, man. We, we're going to do this. <laughs> I was just telling Pete, we need to, do, we need to have Dan on like once a month. Well, like, I'd love to do it because this is a lot of fun. So, um, yeah, man. It, talking yeah. to somebody that has rock and roll knowledge is always a good thing. Um, you know, I've got a lot of rock and roll knowledge, but you, do, you, you and I are the same age. We've seen the same things. And, you know, that's, that's what I want to do. I want to talk to somebody that knows I can pick their mind like they can pick mine for, you know, all the rock and roll trivia out there yeah i think you should have your own show like that <laughs> but i know you're busy and tell us all the shows you got coming up okay boy there's a whole lot going on uh, we're going to start out in march we're at the burren with um mark valentine from the uk just got signed with wicked cool new Great. record comes out I in february them. i love him um i got him playing at the music room in yarmouth with Girl with the Hawk and the Stigmatics. And then the next night, he's going to be at the Burren playing with the Chelsea Curb, one of the best bands in Boston, hands down. My favorite. I've worked with them a lot. Great people. Um, all of them, Linda, Tim, Ron, just I've taken them out on the road, and I can't say enough about them. They're just really nice, and I love their music. Um, and then we got uh, coming in April, uh, let's see, coming in uh, July, the Paul Collins Band. He's going to be playing at the, uh, the Square Root with, um, with Muck and the Myers. And this great band, I don't know if anybody knows him, from Albany, Dimitri Wild. If you like Jesus and Mary Chain, you're going to dig this band. It's a three-piece band. I met them when I was in Troy. I do. Uh, there's a lot of great bands in Troy. The Va Va Voodoo's are very good friends of mine. Yeah, I love that band. And they've played in town a couple of times. They're coming back. Um, I've also got um, Arthur Alexander. If you don't know who Arthur Alexander is, you need to know who Arthur Alexander is. Yeah. He is in the. He was in a band called the Sorrows. And he's got his own band. He was on Bop. Now he's on Big Stir. Great guy. He reached out to me. Big Stir and him reached out to me. Was looking to do some booking on the East Coast. So he's going to play in New York. He's going to play in Boston. He's going to play in New Haven. Possibly up in uh, Geno's in Portland. Uh, later in the year, um, I'm possibly going to be working with the Slam Denises on Rumbar Records. Uh, Gabriel, I met him in New York uh, since played with them at uh, Bowery Electric over the summer. Uh, great people. Uh, Gabriel's a nice guy, and I really like the Slam Denise's on Rumbar Records. Yeah, man, I love, yeah, get, great guy, great band. Yeah, really good band, really good band. You, uh, great live, too, really, they rock. And then even, uh, then I've got this band, one of the first bands I have ever worked with when uh, Justine was still with us, Stupidity from Sweden. 
they're going to be touring with me. They're doing at least five to six dates with me, uh, co-billing with the Cocktail Slippers. If you haven't seen the Cocktail Slippers, you're missing something. Cocktail Slippers are amazing. They worked with me last year. We had a great tour, had a lot of fun, um, really nice ladies, and they love to rock. They got a lot of flash and a lot of rock and roll going on. So Stupidity and them are gonna be playing together. Uh, New York, uh, New Haven, Boston, Chino's, um, and a few other places. So I got a lot going on. I want people to come out and rock and roll. Get off your couch and go out and rock and roll. You're, you're, not, getting, you're not getting any younger. If you don't do it now, you know, your ears might not be as good as they were in 1970. Mine sure aren't. But you know what? If it wasn't for rock and roll, I don't know what else I'd do. I mean, that's what I'm all about. You Say know? that again. If it wasn't for, <laughs> for rock, rock and roll, roll <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do. I wouldn't know what to do. Exactly, man. I read Quote, bootleg den, baby. I read rock and roll books. I go out and see music. I'm always looking for new bands, new clubs. It's just what I'm about, and I've always been about that, you know, and I, I'm going to keep doing it. And uh, so, hey, Sal, again, I can't thank you enough. Don't forget uh, Saturday night, The Sins, High End, and The Amazing Classic Ruins, and then the next night or the next day we're up at the Worthing Attic with uh, Crow Follow and Samani of Sound. Great bands all. Yeah. Bootleg Dan. Come back, promise me. I will be back. And thank you so much, brother. Well, thank you. And thank you, Peter, too. This, is, this has been a lot of fun. I can't tell you. Thanks enough. Let's rock.
www.rockstar.com Wave Radio Boston F U 2 FM Hey glad girls Girls, guided by voices 
Yes, sir. Later in the front row, Red Cross, we started with the Len Price 3 Chinese Burn because they're just so good. We played them twice tonight. Thank you, Bootleg Dan, for being on our show tonight. We're going to get you back really soon because uh, we just have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about. We want to thank uh, Cindy Dawson from The Sins for calling in. Uh, how cool was that? You know, Dan made that happen. And we love you, Cindy. And uh, have a great show in Boston uh, on uh, this Saturday at the Square Root. Great place. Uh, tune in tomorrow night, 8 p.m., because Captain Pete Hudson, he gets rid of the captain, and he's just Pete Hudson. Becker and John Anthony, yes, that John Anthony, will be here at 8 p.m. with the first wave. Yes? Yes, we will. <laughs> We're going to talk about something. <laughs> They'll talk about something. It's a mystery. It'll be fun. Yeah, man. Thanks again, Dan, for being on the show, hey, brother. thanks again, Sal and Peter. This has been more fun than I can tell you. Barrel of Monkeys, I'm all over it. You going to come I'll, back? I absolutely will. Anytime you guys want me back, I'll be here. All right. Thank you, Captain Pete, uh, for manning the mothership, as always, and Wave Radio Boston for inviting me to be part of the family. Uh, thank you out there all for listening. This is Sal Baglio, and this has been my rock and roll love letter to you. This guitar is a blessing. This